Welcome into Ride Blind, the greatest podcast in sports betting entertainment. My name is Tanner Kern, certified G, bona fide stud, and you can't teach that. Grant Mitchell's not joining us today. He's taking a break from the show for Wednesday, but he will be back on Friday for another episode, and we'll be giving you guys all the winners on Sunday. But today we're taking it for Thursday night football, and we have an interesting matchup between the Chiefs and the Broncos. Should be a blowout in favor of the Chiefs, but we'll talk about that in a minute. Before we get into that game, and we're going to break down Monday's game, give it a little recap because I am sick to my stomach for betting on the Green Bay Packers. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel, like, comment, do it all, guys. Let us know who you're picking, and we will get back to you down there. Thank you for all the support so far. This show is going to the moon, and we're going to keep it going today here on the channel. So, Monday Night Football, let's quickly brief this. Me and Grant both didn't have a great day. Uh, I had Jordan Love passing yards. He had Jordan Love passing touchdowns. We both had the Packers. So if you're tuning into the show right now, you might seem a little skeptical, but we've been pretty good. Overall, this just was not a great night for us. When we look at the Raiders, they did not play a great football game. The Raiders didn't come out and necessarily beat the Packers into submission. Green Bay just had no sort of offensive game plan. They had no rhythm. Uh, Matt LaFleur just kept running the ball. He he ran A.J. Dillon the ground, ran A.J. Dillon into the ground. Jordan Love's actually been pretty efficient down the field. He's been able to complete some nice chunk plays, but we didn't throw the ball with them at all. It was a terrible game. Raiders ended up winning 17-13. Packers had multiple opportunities. They were driving the field at the end of the game. They had crossed the Raiders 50. A uh, touchdown would have won it. Unfortunately, another Jordan Love interception. So I guess you can say Matt LaFleur made the right decision when Jordan Love had three picks, but they didn't put him in situations to be successful throughout the entire game, and that is the reason they lost by four points. But congrats to anyone who had the Raiders. That was a big win for them. They needed to get that win. Um, because if they didn't, it would be a long season ahead going in to week six at one and four. Now they're two and three. The Packers are two and three as well. Neither team has a chance here. Christian Watson, one bright spot for the Green Bay Packers. He had the one explosive play, three receptions for 91 yards, three for 91. That was a pretty good day out of him. But again, they didn't really target him. It was on one big cat. So I'm just lucky because I played on FanDuel, him to have the most receiving yards of the game. So luckily that came through for me. Uh, but anyone, anyways, we're putting this one on the back burner. We're moving on to Thursday night football between the Chiefs and the Broncos. Should be an interesting game here. I think the Chiefs have won about 20 straight over Denver. Um, definitely approaching that number. The Chiefs are a much better football team than the Broncos. Doesn't matter who is under center for Denver. It could be Peyton Manning. It could be Russell Wilson. This team just has a lot of issues. Right now, we look at this game, the lines currently, the Chiefs are the favorite by 10 and a half points as of Wednesday morning. Um, they are minus 590 on the money line, and the total is currently set at 47 and a half. I saw a few straight 48s. Um, it looks like the total could be dipping a little bit. We'll go over the betting splits here in a minute when we talk about this game. The stats that you need to know are that the Denver Broncos are legitimately terrible terrible on the defensive side of the ball. They're giving up 469 yards per game, 281 passing yards per game, and 187 rushing yards per game. I look at a guy like Isaiah Pacheco. He's averaging 60 yards on the season. We're seeing sports books bump up these rushing numbers for guys when they face the Denver Broncos just because they're so bad. Pacheco's number is at 77 and a half. It was at 75 and a half yesterday. It's been bought up to that number. Um, but he's only averaging 60 on the season. But we look at what Brees Hall did last week against Denver. He had a 70-yard carry and had well over 170 yards running um, the football. So that is why we're seeing a little bump in props like guys for Isaiah Pacheco. Um, but anyways, yeah, 
The Broncos, not good on defense. That's what you need to know. Chiefs have been very good on defense, 219 passing yards allowed per game, under 100 rushing yards allowed per game. Offensively, the Broncos can play football. I'm not saying they can't. They're doing 346 yards per game. They're 11th in scoring, I believe. Um, so they're right outside the top 10. I mean, Russell Wilson hasn't been the sole reason this team has been bad. He's actually been relatively decent this year. The defense just can't figure it out. And that was the problem for last season. I mean, it's, it's flip-flopped. Last year, the offense couldn't move the ball, but the defense was actually really good or better. Um, the defense was going out and trying to win games for them. I just it's it's a it's a mess. Sean Payton needs to clean house because a lot of guys there aren't bought into the mission. I don't know if he's ever going to succeed um, in his second stint with Denver. I think Denver could be cursed. But looking at this game, though, I mean, I think it's pretty obvious if you had to pick a side, the side that you're going to go with is Patrick Mahomes. I mean, just off the top, you're going to take the ten and a half points or lay the ten and a half um, because the Denver Broncos are not a good football team. We look at the betting splits coming into this one. The Broncos are just getting just 22% of the bets and 24% of the money at plus 10.5 on DraftKings. At minus 10.5, uh, the Chiefs 76% of the money and 78% of the bets. When it comes to the money line, a lot of people often take the plus money. And I believe DraftKings was running a promo for a while where if you get up by seven points uh, or 10 points, depending on the night, your team cashes. So that was pulling a lot of people towards the dogs. Um, nobody is taking the dogs in this spot here. The Broncos are getting 7% of the money at plus 409% of the bets. Total-wise, it looks like the under is the sharper play. 54% of the bets and 73% um, of the money is coming in on the under of 48 right now. Uh, the over... 46% of the bets, 27% of the money. I do think this is going to be an under game. That will probably be my main play because I don't want to lay 10 and a half points in prime time. We saw what happened with the New York Jets against the uh, Kansas City Chiefs. The Chiefs failed to cover the spread. They jumped up to a big margin. The Jets climbed their way back into that football game. 10 and a half is just such a big number. If I had to pick side, and if you want a side pick, I would go with the Chiefs here. They're a better football team. They're better on defense. Um, and I don't see Denver stopping them offensively. Um, but I would lean towards the under in this game. We look at the Kansas City Chiefs. They It's a short week for them. So game plan might not be there as much. I think they lean on the run a lot, which should keep the clock moving. Isaiah Pacheco is going to rip off some big gains. And the Broncos, I mean, last week's game really should have went under this margin, but it was the late touchdown on the Russell Wilson uh, fumble strip sack uh, that caused the game to go over this 48-point total last week. Um, against the Jets. So I, when I look at this game, I, I think the Chiefs take it relatively easy on offense. I think they go back to the basics. I think they pound the football consistently because they have the opportunity to do that against this Broncos defense. Um, I mean, giving up 469 yards per game, that, that's pretty bad. And on the flip side, too, I don't see the Chiefs giving up a lot of points. I think the short week for a team that is currently one and four, not playing for a lot, coming on the road to one of the toughest environments in the NFL, I just don't see them scoring. I really don't. I don't see them putting the ball in the end zone that much. I don't see Russell Wilson being that efficient with the football. Um, you could you could take it from the perspective that this is going to be the bounce back game and this is going to be the win that sparks them. I just simply can't do that. It's not their night. They're going against a very good football team. They could cover. I still see this game going under. Um, and the under for 48 points in primetime, 47 and a half, 48 points in a primetime matchup. This is one that I would lean under on for sure. I think it's, it's the much better bet. Um, of all the games here. And then moving in the prop market, I mean, I like Pacheco at 75 and a half the other day. Now that he's up to 77 and a half, I mean, he's only done it once this year, I believe. So we look at Pacheco. 
Let me see Pacheco's numbers this season. He is doing 4.6 yards carry, been very efficient with the with the running football. 71 carries, 325 yards, three touchdowns on the season. He's done 55, 115, 62, 70, and 23. So he's only gone over this number one time, which is very concerning. Um, the carries haven't necessarily been there, though. He's done 16, 20, 15, 12, and 8. So, I mean, he's doing 15, 16 carries a game. To bet this high of a number, I would rather see him closer to that 20 carry mark consistently. I do think he will be there in this spot. This is also a number you might want to go over on his rushing plus receiving because he might have more rushing yards in this game, but he's also been a relatively efficient back when it comes to receiving. He's not the feature receiving back. That's Jarek McKinnon for them, um, but he is catching the ball out of the backfield a couple times a game, and he's so explosive that he's ripping off some big big, uh, big games. Against the Jets, he had three catches for 43 yards. A week before that, he had two for 16 against the Bears. And then a few weeks before that, he had four for 31 against the Lions on opening night. So there is some some value in Isaiah Pacheco markets, but that as that number approaches 80, I would just stay away there because he could have a huge night run the football, but since he's only done it one time this season, might want to stay away. Patrick Mahomes passing prop 274 and a half, relatively low. I just don't see them throwing the ball that much. I still think he gets there, not one that I would want to play. When it comes to receiving markets, a few guys that have some value to me, Rasheed Rice, 32 and a half yards. Um, he's been right in that 32, 33 yard mark um, throughout the season, and he's catching the ball. Like he's getting targets from Patrick Mahomes, especially against the Broncos defense. It's terrible, terrible through the air. Um, so I think that's a that's an area to look at for him. Rasheed Rice, he's an undervalued target um, because the Chiefs just don't have a lot of guys, and Patrick Mahomes is forming a nice bond with him getting the ball down the field. I think Jarek McKinnon over 14 and a half coming out of the backfield could be a decent, decent play there too. And then from a Broncos perspective, I do like Cortland Sutton, 43 and a half, kind of becoming that number one ride receiver. I mean, Jerry Judy is still number one on the depth chart, but I, I like Cortland Sutton better. I think he's he's doing a better job catching the football this season. We look at some of his numbers, and I, I do think he has a better bond with his quarterback in Russell Wilson. He's got 21 for 229 and three touchdowns. When we look at Jerry Judy, Jerry Judy's got 17 for 208. So neither guy has really been great, but I would lean towards Cortland Sutton just because the prop is over 10 yards lower and he's been more of a feature wide receiver for them. Would not touch any running backs for the Denver Broncos in the spot. Um, would not touch any rushing attempt props for Isaiah Pacheco at 16 and a half. I think he approaches that number, um, but just hasn't done it this season. So that's what I'm leaning towards. My favorite play is the under in this game. I think it has the most value of uh, every bet and prop wise, probably my favorite bet if I had to pick would be that Rasheed Rice receiving play. I'm also leaning towards Pacheco at what he is at now. Other than that, I would stay away. Cortland Sutton, again, I think that's a that's a very value play too. I do think the Broncos are going to have to throw the ball to stay in this one, um, even though I don't see them having much success. But 43 and a half is not a super high mark. That's what we're leaning towards today, guys, for Thursday night's game. It should be a good one. Should be a good one. Should be a good one for betting because the Chiefs are going to blow them out. Um, but I hope that not a lot of points are scored and this game stays under because that is my heaviest play. Um, but that was another episode of Ride the Line, guys. Grant will be back on Friday. We're crushing it here. We're keeping it going. Monday was a little rough. That's in the past. We're moving on, and we're getting after it today and then on Friday, guys. Hope everyone has a great week. Make sure you're betting playoff baseball. Checking out WSN for all the baseball news, all the basketball upcoming news, all the hockey news, which started on Wednesday night. It's a great time. It's the sports equinox. And let's keep it going here on Ride the Line, guys. 
We'll see you on Friday for another episode.